Blog Talk Radio. Hello, Beatles fans. Welcome back to episode 27 of I Saw the Beatles. This week, we're talking with Claudia Kilburn up in the Seattle area of Washington. Uh, Claudia saw the Beatles when she was 16 years old at the Seattle Coliseum on Friday, August 21st, 1964. Uh, Hello, Claudia. How are you doing? I'm doing just fine, thank you. So, you were 16 at the time, huh? Yes, that was a long time ago, but (laughs) I remember it vividly. So, tell me about, who. how did you get your tickets to the show? You know, that's a good question, but I'm sure we had some mail for them at that time. And my girlfriend and I were supposed to go, and she was unable to make it. So my four years older cousin went with me instead, and that's how we um, that's how we got there. Oh, so so what happened to your what happened to your girlfriend that you couldn't go? Do you know? You, you know, remember? I can't remember. If, I can't remember if she got grounded or if. She didn't feel well, but yeah, she was going to go with me and then was unable to go. And I frantically conned my cousin, who wasn't that great of a Beatles fan, but she was kind enough to go with me. Oh, you're, you're, but your your friend must have been incredibly envious. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. We are friends on Facebook, and I am going to tell her about this. Uh, yeah, yeah. be sure to tell her when it airs and tell her, you know, oh, well, we did talk about you and how you missed the show. Um, right. So so you were telling me before we started recording, um, <clears throat> so tell our listeners, as I said, I, I promised you I would get a frog in my throat while I did this. There it was. Um, so you were telling me that you live across the sound from, from uh, Seattle and that you got to take the ferry boat over. Right. We live in a little town in called Palsbo, which is Norwegian for um, the place where Paul lives, although it was <laughs> misspelled. And um, we, we are about 15 miles from the ferry terminal that takes us over to downtown Seattle. Mm-hmm. Was there, was it? Were there other fans on the boat? Do you remember? I mean, was it like, I'm you know. I'm sure there were. I'm sure part, there I were. Would, I would think it would almost a, be like party atmosphere. All these teenagers jumping I, I'm pretty sure there probably was. I don't remember anything specifically, though. Did you get all dressed up? I believe I got as dressed up as someone from Paul's Bow does get dressed up. But um, it was. It was just the event of my lifetime at that time. I was so very excited. 
Yeah, you were you were, you had the posters all over your room, and you know drove your parents right. crazy. I playing. did pictures all over. My favorite, for some reason, was John Lennon. So I was completely devastated with what happened to him. Ah. Uh, so, um, so you go to the concert. Do you remember where your seats were? Were they nosebleed? Were they, you know, they weren't nosebleed. They weren't front row by any means. They were, they were, um, they were okay. We could see them fine. Um, mm-hmm. The thing that bothered me the most was everyone screaming. Oh. I just, it was, it was because all the girls, you know, they just screamed. And I was more interested to see and hear the Beatles than all the screaming that was going on. That was my ah. biggest disappointment. Yes. Yeah. So, so you, were one of, you were one of the non-screamers. I was. I you, was. You were you were honestly there for the music, not to get tension. No, yeah. I was there to be fixated on the Beatles and what an incredible thing that was for me. Right. Did could you hear them? Yes. Um over the screaming, we could hear them, but um not near as well as if there wouldn't have been all the screaming. I mean, but I'm not the girls didn't scream. The other girls didn't scream because they wanted to make a bunch of noise. They were just beside themselves. Mm-hmm. Now, so um, the show the show started. That show started at eight o'clock uh, with all the opening acts. There was like four opening acts. So did this this went on into the into dark? Do you remember it being dark at the time? I guess it would have been oh, dark. Yeah. I'm sure it was dark. Yes. And um, we had to take the ferry back home again. So it was probably a very late night for us. Mm-hmm. Were your were your parents okay with this? I mean, would they have been okay, just you and your friend at 16 years old riding the ferry into Seattle? Well, let's just say I think they were more okay with it when my older cousin went, went with me. Yeah, as I said, I'm I'm really surprised that uh, some of my some of my guests have been 12 years old and gotten on buses alone to go see. Oh my! On a a bus, just you know, well, it was a radio station got the bus where they won the tickets and all the winners got to go on the bus. But you know, I'm I'm sitting there thinking, wow, 12 years old in the 60s being allowed to just get on a bus and go to see the Beatles. So yeah, so even even at 16, I mean, getting on a ferry boat, you know, to go back home. so, so you weren't you you weren't getting all dolled up for this event. You didn't like you know, big I hair. I don't recall. Yeah, I got. I'm sure I wore my nice clothes, but I don't recall getting all dressed up. Um, right. And might I add that in 1964, going to Seattle is was absolutely nothing like it is today. Oh, I can imagine. Um, now, you know, things have changed. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's probably why my parents were okay with it, you know? Yeah, it was a, it was a different time, you know? It, um, so so would, you, would you have considered this like the event of your life? I mean, you know, has there ever been any band that you've ever... 
anything compared? Oh, no, nothing can compare. I saw Jerry and the Pacemakers, and I saw Billy J. Kramer, um, but there was nothing like the Beatles. So, so you, this was the concert of your life. I mean, this was. I would say yes, yes. Yeah. Did you save any of the ticket stubs or? And you know, I have a basement full of memorabilia. Mm-hmm. I just have to go through it and find it. But I'm sure somewhere are those ticket stubs. Ah, yeah, those would be those would be the the of all the ticket stubs in the world to save. Those would be the ones to have. So, have the Beatles always been important to you throughout your life? I mean, has this been? Maybe not as important, but I've always enjoyed their music. I've always, and Paul, in 1989, I went with my son to see Paul McCartney at the Kingdom in Seattle. Mm -hmm. And he did a fantastic job. And he always, you know, whenever I see him, I just, he is just an awesome individual. And, um, I just saw an interview with him on, um, I believe, Sunday morning, last Sunday, and it was, you know, he has not, he looks the same, just a little older. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. So what did your son think of Paul McCartney? He liked him. Yeah, he did. Uh, He was being nice and taking his mama, but um, (laughs) he... um, he he enjoyed the concert as well. What I remember most about then that concert was how the piano came up out of the stage floor with him playing it. And um and see I could probably remember more if it wasn't nineteen sixty four by nineteen eighty nine. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, yeah. I, I've I've seen Paul three times but there's there aren't too many things I can I can pull out of that and I probably did see him in 1989 if I remember correctly um and usually it's the what wows people and surprises people who have never seen him is when he plays live and let die and Uh and and the explosions go off and Uh if you're not if you're not prepared for that and I guess you know I wondered if your son was you know wasn't anyway wowed because I don't think I've never seen a concert that tops that effect like live and let die and the, the pyrotechnics yeah, about that bring up that memory with him and see what he's got to say about it he was I believe about 19 at the time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, without my calculator <laughs> and mm-hmm. so um he and I believe he lived in Seattle at the time too. Oh, okay, okay. So, uh, so what's your greatest memory from from your time seeing the beat, being there at uh, the Seattle Coliseum and seeing them? I mean, is there anything that just stands out for you from that night? Well, not be able, not being able to hear them, but that's not a positive thing. Uh-huh. Um, but. I can still picture them on the stage. They're still in my memory bank um, singing. And it was just, I can't explain how 
after being crazy about them for so long, seeing them on um, um, Ed Sullivan mm-hmm. was the first time. And um, my mom saying, look at how long their hair is. <laughs> and um, if she only knew, you know, but it was, yeah. it, it was, um, it was an incredible experience. The whole thing, the getting to go to the big city and going to the Coliseum and, and all the people and they, we have what they call it the space needle. I don't know if you're familiar with that. Mm-hmm. And they were, they took a ride up there and um, there were, and we could see some of the action going on before the concert. And they were down, there's a hotel called the Edgewater Inn. Mm-hmm. And it, it goes out over the bay. And they were out there, they stayed there apparently. And they, um, were fishing out their windows. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I doubt if they caught anything. But yeah, um, very, a very beetly thing to do, though. Exactly. To, exactly. Somewhere you think that was John's idea. Definitely John's yeah. idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were. They were quite the the. Well, Go what ahead. do you call for? Well, <laughs> they were quite the. Um, entertainers really mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so how long did it take to wear off the effects of having seen them did, did you were you basking oh, in probably a, glow? a while yeah I was I'm, I probably had that glow on for a long time after but was and it, uh, not everybody of course in Paul's bow got to go so I always made sure that they all knew that I got to go Mm-hmm. So, oh, I'm sure when you went back to school, it was quite the thing when right, school started. Exactly. That yep. you know, the there there were the the people who went and the people who didn't get to go. Right. So, and, and then, uh, of course, you knew that um, for some reason you either loved them or they were okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and those people generally liked Elvis. You know, oh, okay, and just, we were just crazy over them, you know, mhm, mhm, yeah, it was a it was a long time before I finally met someone um who uh who finally finally, I'd heard these people exist, I'd never met one until about I guess twelve years ago when someone said that uh, I hate the Beatles, and i I just stood there i oh, really? I, I didn't know what to say to this man, you know, when he said i i I hate the Beatles, and I was and he says, all their songs sound the same. And no. I, and I thought, <laughs> what is he listening to? Because there's no way all those songs sound the same. Every, you know, everything and every album was, was just different, so different from the one before. Um, yeah. So, so yes, when you, when you meet people who, who don't, who don't like the Beatles or don't get it, it you it's almost like you want to lock them in the room and just keep playing the music. Just I know. first out to the last and say, now tell me, how can you not like this? 
Anyway, Claudia, it has been wonderful talking to you, and it's been great to hear your story. And thank you so much for coming on my show and uh, sharing with everyone experience. All right, everybody, that's it for this week. Come back next week for another episode of I Saw the Beatles.